Sasha. Welcome to On Wednesdays We Drink. Cheers, babe. Cheers. Ooh, that was good. That was good. That was that really, was really good. good. You saw my timing. I turned my mic right when we did it. Perfect. So Perfection. good at this. I'm so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we pour into our glasses today, my dear? Oh, it's a, a lovely potion that oh, we have here. Lovely potion. It is, wait for it, guys, poison. I was going to do a drum roll on the glass, and then I was like, I'm too clumsy. I'm going to fuck this <laughs> On my white duvet. I was like, oh, that's not going to end well if we don't do it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, still my thunder right now. But Sorry. poison. P-O-I-Z-I-N. And it is a Zinfandel. Yes. Let me try it. Give it a good little taste. Ooh. She's strong. How poisonous. Uh, yeah, we might. If we killed this bottle, I could see us, you know. Being a little tipsy. A little tip, Maybe a lot tipsy. I definitely think we need to kill the bottle then. Like, just for shits and giggles. We're, like, halfway there. We oh might as gosh. well. I don't pour light. That's I don't. Right. You're, that's, that's why right. we're friends. That's why. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> Half pour, please. But how do we feel about it? I like it. I think it's got, like, a good balance to it. I think it actually has a good body, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, nice little flavor profile. Not too strong, but, like, I taste a little spice in like it. Like, it's, it's drinkable. And I think the the thing that people kind of fear with red wines, they're like, oh, it's, it's so strong. Yeah. But, no, it's very drinkable. And the thing that I appreciate, it's not very acidic. Yes. And for me, mm-hmm. that's a big deal because mm-hmm. of my icy. But, yeah, this is... This is pretty smooth. Is, I would yeah. buy this again. This is definitely pretty smooth. Guys, it's from BevMo, and it's $8.99. Yes. Yes. Love, love a good, it. Love it. Love Twist it. Twist cap. You don't need to complicate your life. None of these fucking complications <laughs> with a bottle opener. We just twist a cap off and get going with your evening. This is great. But I like it. I don't know. I don't think they give the like, flavor profile or the, the notes. But, I mean, this is this is a pretty smooth wine yeah I agree with that really smooth definitely not like sometimes I'll drink a red and I'm like okay I should be eating with this because like this is just a lot to take in but no I agree it's really drinkable like yeah you can just chill and drink yeah you don't have to have like pasta with it or bread or Or something like, like super heavy yeah no it's yeah it's good. This was a great choice, by the way. So, thank you for thank that. Thank you. Thank you. It's spooky season. Perfectly fitting. Thought it's uh, the perfect fit and also for something that um, we're going to discuss later on today. Oh, yeah. Today's today's topic is very well fit with this wine of ours. So Yeah. We need some poison in our life right now. So, mm-hmm. hopefully you guys enjoy if you if you decide to check it out. But on the back of the bottle, there is a lovely little story. Cute little story about it. Love a, love a wine with a story. So, Sasha. You're making me read? I'm making you read, and I want you to read it. <sighs> okay. So beautifully dramatic. Okay. So I, I know I'm the dramatic one between the two of us, but I literally hate reading out loud. While you're literally wearing your Romeo and Juliet shirt. I don't understand what that has to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how that makes me dramatic at all. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just my obsession with... A dramatic-ass play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About bit. two horny teenagers. You that, know. you know, commit suicide. I don't think that's dramatic <laughs> at all. I think that was completely understandable. A three-day marriage that ends in death. I get it. Yeah. I get it. 
So let's go. Okay. So back of the story or back of the bottle story for you. <clears throat> As she stands in the clearing, the cold wind dances through the trees, swirling her golden black gown. The full moon melts into the paleness of her skin. As she stirs the cauldron of Zinfandale, she chants an otherworldly incantation. From vials as old as the echoes of time, she adds minute, minute pinches of her ancestry. Her slender fingers rub together as the grains fall, releasing their magic as they touch the fermenting must. On her face is the look of both good and evil, of love and hate, of life and sex, and all that stirs you. What is this unearthly potion? It's poison, the wine to die for. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's all that I'm here for, really, is this to be is, dramatic. This is some witchy-ass wine. I know. I'm, here for I'm not surprised that you chose the witchiest of witchy wines it right there. Calling, it was calling me. The second she started reading the back of the story to me, I was like, well, that's fucking perfect for her. Like, <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. But all right, as we are sipping, Sasha. Yeah. Tell me about some life updates. And you're not wanting me to talk about work. Is that still a rule? Is that oh, yes. Still a... I think that's a rule that's in place indefinitely. <sighs> I really don't like it. No, you can talk I about just, work, I mean, but like, I, mean, just... I hope you experience things outside work. I don't. I don't understand why you're saying that to me. <laughs> How long have you known me? Come on now. Uh, life updates for me. I feel like I planned my life updates and then I totally forgot because that's how much I do with my life. Um, Blame it on the time. Blame it on the time. Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, let's see. My cousin just got married, and I'm really excited for him. I was like, yay. So happy. Love, love. Uh, his wife is so sweet. I met her, and she's just a really nice person. And I was like, I can see. I can see why this is a thing. So very happy for the two of them. Congratulations to both of them. Um, what else is going on with my life right now? Shopping. Always love it. Yeah, we love a good online shop. I am, what's so sad is, like, me shopping in person is the person who, like, looks at a thousand things and then, like, maybe I'll buy one because I'm super picky. I didn't realize that online shopping was going to turn this up to, like, a million. Because I'll just scroll and scroll indefinitely and I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to favorite that. I'm going to like that. I'm going to save that and then buy nothing. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad. Mine is add to cart. Always. Yeah, no. No, I'm like, you gotta sell me on it. I gotta love it. I gotta need it. So, story of my life when it comes to shopping. Um, yeah, that and a bunch of reading. I finished the book that I was working on, which was really, really good. It's uh, Take a Hint, Danny Brown. Let me pull up the author real quick. Um, that was the romance novel that I told you I was reading. So cute. Aww. Yes. Uh, the lead female is bisexual, and the guy mm -hmm. is... Um, Muslim in heritage, not in practice. So, oh, okay. yeah, love a diverse cast. It was really, really cute. Ended up really sweet. Uh, Talia Hilbert. Hibbert. I'm fucking up her pronunciation. First name T A L I A, last name H I B B E R T. And it's like British. So, it's so funny because anytime the book, uh, there's warning now, there's profanity and there's sex in the book. So, if those are things you don't like reading about in a book, there you go. Um, but anytime the book, they say ass, it's super British and they say arse, A-R-S-E. Oh, yeah. I was laughing. an arse. <laughs> laughing every single time. I'm like, I don't know why I think this is so funny. <laughs> but it's so funny that you don't say ass and it was great. So 
weird little moment of my joy of British humor right there. And I was like, that's cute. Arse, you're so you're damn such cute. An arse. And I'm like, everything else is like super profane. So I know it's not her trying to be like, I'm not using profanity. It's just my very American reading of profanity mm-hmm. where I'm like, arse is not profanity, ass is profanity. So, yeah. But it was cute and I loved it. That and then, you know, I fill the rest of my time with work because that's who I am as a person. But I'm being barred from discussing work. You can discuss work. Yeah. Is there something significant that happened at work? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then. Yeah, that's about it. You make it hard for me. I, I do. You make it difficult. I really do. I'm sorry. That's all I got for you. What about you? What's been going on with you? So, my parents took me to Old Town, San Diego. Oh, yeah. And it was beautiful. Um, you know, I I got to experience, like, different... Um, I would. I don't want to say different cultures, because it, it, it's my culture. Yes. Hispanic culture, but it's just, Ollie is at the door right now. Wow. Your dog really wants to come say hello. He wants to be with his mama. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, my, my parents have talked about it, and my dad bought my mom this cute little um, vase, and it was just, you know, pretty, and it's something that, you know, I, I love flowers, and obviously with my millions of plants in here, yes. I want to have, like, a bunch of of flowers in it and just to help decorate my room and all that. Wait, um, I haven't seen the vase. Is the vase not in here? Right here. Oh, it's that vase. That's pretty. It is. I got a purple one. My mom has a black one, but it's just, yeah, it's it's something that I, I wanted to add to my room, especially since my room is lilac. Um, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I just think it's perfect, but, you know, they had beautiful pottery. They had a lot of stuff for Dia de los Muertos. So it was a lot of like decorating um, for that time, getting pre- prepared for that for I believe it's on November first. Mm-hmm. So um, I was able to do some Christmas shopping. Oh, yay! <laughs> so was that not the right level of enthusiasm? My bad. I know you always give me so much crap for for Christmas shopping. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I need to start early because we don't, I mean, stores are open, but they're at such limited ca- capacity yeah. that I just don't want to put myself in that. Yeah, no, so I get you. So if I'm out in a new experience, you know, this is something where I can find, you know, something that's beautiful that is not here where we're at locally, and I can get gifts for all my loved ones. So I'm excited for that. Um, but they also had this herb tea and coffee shop. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell, tell, tell the story. (laughs) So my mom and dad were kind of like wanting me to get, you know, pottery and all that because they were excited because they know how much I love plants. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, taking me to all these different shops, whatever. But I was like, no, I need to go there. I need to go. Hold up. I see something important. Yeah. I was like, I need to go to, to the shop to see like all the loose leaf, like spices, herbs, and then, um, what do you call it? Tea. I mean, coffee, but you know, I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry for you. I can't. I'm so sorry much. for you. I literally I, had I coffee drank, before I came over here. And you're drinking wine? Yeah. Who are you? You're such a superhero. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I'm just going to wake up early tomorrow and go to work like nothing happens. Oh my gosh, your poor heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're dead inside. Nothing oh affects gosh. you. No. Anyway, 
So we go into this tea shop or herb spices shop, whatever, and I'm in heaven. Because there's different teas, different tea blends, and the guy is just so nice, mm-hmm. and he's just giving us like information about it, and so automatically I'm drawn to the green tea, mm-hmm. and he says that his green tea is flown in from Japan, so I was like super excited. So obviously I bought Central Tea, and then I got Egyptian chamomile and lavender blend, which, which smelled amazing. Like, if I can stress the fuck out, I'm yes. definitely going to brew a whole entire pot of that. Yes. But I was walking out, and they literally had this, like, little shelf. It was kind of hidden, and it said Carlsbad Strawberry. And I was like, what is that? Is that a green tea? <laughs> and I already had checked. I already paid. And I'm walking out, and he's just like, oh, you want to you wanna smell it? And he, like, brings me to the fan because, obviously, COVID can't Mask on, you can't yeah. shove your face and stuff. And he starts, like, showing me or, like, opening the jar in front of the fan. Mm-hmm. And it smells like a field of strawberries. Yeah. And so I had Sasha smell it, and she was like, what is this? It's so magical. It smells so good. Like, I was confused by how good this smelled. I was like, I don't know what I'm smelling right now, but this is amazing. Yeah, so, um, that... Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> because, you know, Fleetwood Mac is trending. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I'm so happy to see that there are Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks fans out there because, I mean, come on. You but found your people. I found my people. But the people that are just reducing them to just a trend, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. I love your high horse right now. I'm just, I'm annoyed. They're playing, they're out playing my song. And it's just like Stevie Nicks is a magical being. They literally based a whole entire season on Stevie Nicks in American Horror Story. Yeah. So it's just like, hello, she's golden. (laughs) Anyway, so I've been wanting to get a Stevie Nicks inspired shop. Cute. Okay, I can totally see that for found you. It. <gasps> I found it. I found it. Shut up. It's Where? coming on Amazon. Okay. Bummed it's off, uh, it's off of Amazon, but, you know, but I, I, I was, like, so you drawn to this. It, it popped up, and it was just like, hello, you've been wanting this. It's finally back in stock. Is this what's been in your dreams? Hold on. Let me show you it. Yeah, so it is... Here, I'm gonna have to pull it up. It's yeah, I want to gorgeous. see this. I need to see what this looks like. I'm, like, super excited for you, because... Of anyone that I know who needs a Stevie Nicks inspired wardrobe, it is you. You 100% do. And a lot of my dresses, I feel like, is very hippie. Oh, yeah. Like the one you wore at my birthday like two years ago. Oh, yes. That one is perfect Stevie Nicks vibes. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. So it's a black and it's a black shawl with like rosy, red, pinkish roses. Is that roses? I don't know if that's rose. Yeah, no, that looks like roses. It definitely has, like, a really loose floral print. So a large print that's not, that doesn't cover the entire black shawl, which is nice. It kind of reminds me of, like, the flapper girls, like, lingerie, that type of style. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, a robe that would be worn in the 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for ad fringe. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm yeah, that's excited cute. I'm excited for you. Um, it's gonna come this week, so I'm just gonna wait at the window until See, it this arrives. is the difference between how we shop. Like, I've been eyeing this sweater on ThreadUp for, like, a couple weeks now, and I was like, mm, 
do I need it? I don't know. And I've just been like staring at it and hoping that someone else doesn't buy it. And then I finally added to cart. Like I checked out today and it's been like four weeks of me going over and deciding if I'm going to buy this crap or not. And I missed out on a pair of shoes. I was so fucking pissed. I missed out on a pair of shoes because I didn't buy it right away. And I was like, damn it. What was the shoes? Uh, they were like the heels. Yeah. Like a three and a half inch black lace up heel. Super cute. I'm just trying to replace the pair that I have that I've had for like five years that are like slowly deteriorating on me. Um, so there's that. But I did I did finally check out today. And clearly you, you're like, add to cart. Ship oh, yeah. now. Because I had wanted this for so long. And then when, when I added it to cart, I was like, no, this is sold out. And I was like, what? why? Why? This was probably, I want to say over a year ago. Oh, no. So yeah, for a while I okay. was like. I validate that. And then Completely. it popped up on, hey, you liked this a long time ago. It's available. Guess what, bitch? It's back. And it was, I think it was for Prime Day. Oh, that makes sense. And I was like, add to cart immediately. Check out immediately. <laughs> Reserved for me. I'm with you. That works. Um, But yeah, that and I completed my four days of my grief support specialist certification program. That's yes. a mouthful. That was a mouthful and you made it. I'm so proud. Yes. So what was supposed to be done in eight weeks was condensed to four days. That's intense. It, it was intense, but it was such a wonderful experience. And I will talk about it a little bit later um, mm-hmm. once we go into making fetch happens. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. I love that. That's great. So simple. Yeah. You know, just vibing over here. Can't wait till spooky season is officially here. <laughs> Do you have a costume picked out? No, I don't. I'm fucking trash. You know this about me. Like, <laughs> I don't do any, I don't plan anything early. I am one, this is the water sign in me, hardcore. I'm so go with the flow that, like, I should do more. And then I'm like, eh. But your costumes that are kind of just impromptu, they've come out amazing. Thank you. I work real hard in the six hours before you see me because that's really when it comes together. Um, and I'm just going to keep that same energy through 2020. So, (laughs) um, my guess is October 28th, I'll start figuring my shit out and if I'm going to dress up, what I'll do. If I'm not going to dress up, what I'll do. I'm really tempted to do what Zoe Kravitz did like a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. And I think she said like, tired zombie no 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 no. it was uh she she went at sleep deprivation and what she wore was pajamas house slippers and a robe while holding her coffee cup and I was like bitch it's a vibe I fucks with it heavy (laughs) that is me 100% so if you come over my house on the 30th because we're doing this cute little pumpkin painting party together oh yes if you come over my house on the 30th and I'm in a robe, don't ask questions. Okay, that's your, your costume. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I did also joke with my coworker that I was just going to go as depression. And she was like, what does that look like? I was like, sweats and messy hair, obviously. Oh <laughs> You're dumb. Come on now. <laughs> Clearly that's what depression is. So, we'll see. Excited. Thank Excited. you. Thank you. So, yeah. That's what's up with both of us? I think so. Okay. Feels good. Oh, well, I mean, me and Matt, we're going to be, I don't think you know, but... Are you springing new news on me? How dare you? We've known this for a while. We usually like to plan out our couple's costume. Oh, yes, this is true. So what are you going as? I don't know if you'll know the route. You should. I feel like you should. 
but from Resident Evil. Okay, yes. Alice and and Matt. His name's Matt. I was like, Matt, you're going to be Matt. That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. That's really cute. So I'm going to have to really play with, um, like, special effects makeup. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I have to create gashes on him because he got slashed by by a zombie uh, monster thing. That's going to be liquor. fun. Okay. I love it. Super cute. So, yeah. I'm, I, I'm excited to see what we're going to do with it, how we're going to fix it up. Hopefully I can borrow my dad's gun for a picture. Okay, we're using real guns for photos. We're, yeah, we're going out. We don't we don't mess around in this house when Whatever. it comes to spooky season. I'm Halloween. not judging you. Okay, have fun. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much what we're doing. Okay. So, I'm excited. I love this. Do you want to get into what we're doing today? I guess so. Let's do it. You intro. All right, we are doing wifey wisdom. Yeah. So, Sasha, mm-hmm. what has been on your mind lately? What? Hasn't been on my mind. Oh, I know. That's no. Uh huh. No. That's how we're diving into this situation right here. So, um, for anyone who hasn't picked up on the vibe that Nani is my resident witch, welcome. This is where we are. (laughs) Um, and to that point, we're both fascinated, I would say, by astrology. So, Mm -hmm. surprise, surprise. Today we are talking about Mercury retrograde. If you dun, did, dun, dun. Yeah, please put the dramatic music in there. I know, she has a little something. I mean, like, I could, but I don't know if I'm going to dedicate that much time to making dramatic music in that Don't moment. do it for Mercury Retrograde. I don't like, mm, mm, nah. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> so, this already began. Um, Mercury Retrograde, we usually happen a couple times within a year. Um, it is scheduled, this particular retrograde, to last until November 3rd, which is a very important day, not just because it's the end of Mercury Retrograde, but because it's election day for anyone in America, so make sure you know that. Um, yeah. So, we're going to give you a little bit of what it is, what it affects, and just some tips and tricks for dealing with Mercury Retrograde. So, do you want me to nerd out? Go. Go ahead. Okay. I apologize to anyone who science scarred you. But it's fascinating, though. I mean... And this is what's difficult is because a lot of people don't like this. Yes. Type of stuff. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just hooey, fooey, whatever bullshit. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. It's like, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> who hurt you? Who hurt you? What is your sign? And I bet you, if I know Let's your sign. Let's talk about a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> astrology you got that joke if you don't then I'm sorry but we thought it was funny my dad he gets so mad at me when I'm like you're being a Scorpio right now and he's just like what What does that mean (laughs) that's John anytime I say anything to him John's a friend of mine who's also cancer anytime I say anything to him I'm like this is why we get along because cancer gang he's like I don't understand what cult you're trying to initiate me into right now I'm like brad you're already there don't worry about it Anyways, so I'm going to nerd out on some science for you, and I apologize for anyone that science personally hurt you as a child in school. It's not her fault. She's sorry. Uh, and then Science I'll, is important, guys. Like, science is really important. And then Nani's going to give you the uh, more mystical side of the things, and then we'll talk about how what it affects and all of that jazz. So let's get into a little bit of science right now. So Mercury, obviously, is a planet. Let's hope that we all remember that part of science from, like, middle school of what the planets are. 
um, Mercury is a planet. Retrograde means that it is going in the quote-unquote opposite or wrong direction in its orbit. So minor recap for elementary science for you. Planets orbit as we believe around the sun in an elliptical orbit. So it's like a big oval around the sun. And before we as humans decided that the sun was the center of the universe, thanks to Galileo, we believed that Earth was the center of the universe. And everyone thought Galileo was an asshole and an idiot when he said that the sun was the center. They're like, check out this noob, get out of here. So, <laughs> just saying, poor Galileo had it hard and little did they know he was fucking right. He made more sense. So, what used to be and that's what most astrology is based off of because it comes from ancient text and ancient interpretations of the stars and the planets is we used to believe that the entire entire solar system was centered on the earth so rather than planets rotating around the sun planets rotated around the earth and the way we made sense of their position in the sky throughout the year was we had to implement what we call retrogrades so in our current model of the way that our solar system works, every planet goes around the sun in an elliptical motion and it makes one pass and however long it takes to go around the sun is that version of a year for the planet. So for Earth, obviously that's 365.25 days. That's the reason why we have a leap year every four years. For Mercury, it's actually 88 days. So it's much, much shorter than what Earth is for how long it takes to go around the sun, which makes sense. Mercury's closer to the sun. But before we decided that the sun was the center and everyone stopped giving Galileo shit for being smart, we thought Earth was the center. And the way that the planets were positioned in relation to Earth and the sun, the way we had to explain that was they all went around the Earth in this big oval-like shape. But at some point in time during the year or during several years, like for Jupiter, it only goes into retrograde. I think it's like every 17 years, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rare. Pretty rare. Um, but for, <laughs> okay, for planets that are closer, like Mercury, the way we explained their position in the sky was that they would start on their elliptical rotation going east to west. Um, no, no, no. Sun rises in the west, sets in the east. West to east. I know what I'm talking about. Um, they start on their little rotation and then they stop at some point in time and then they make another little small circle and then go back to their big circle rotation. And that those little small circles that were in the middle of their one big circle rotation are retrogrades. So Mercury usually goes into retrograde about four times during a earthly calendrical year. And that would be in our original interpretation of the way that the planets moved. It would be one of its little circles, would be one of our retrogrades. We now view it as um, a retrograde existing because it seems like the planet is moving backwards, which is still the same thing that we used to think. However, we now realize that it's not making a little tiny circle, but that it is at its furthest point from Earth, and therefore it looks like it's not moving or it's moving backwards because we are so far away from it at that point in time. And because Mercury rotates around the sun every 88 days, a retrograde usually occurs somewhere in that time frame. And there is the end of my science nerd talk. Thank you for sitting with me through this. That's beautiful, though. Thank you. I mean, very knowledgeable. I mean, you're such a smart woman. I mean, I'm just a nerd. Snaps for you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so do you want to talk about any experiences 
with Mercury retrograde for your for yourself or what your Let's go into what it affects first and I'll have you explain that. And then we'll talk about each of our own personal experiences with Mercury retrogrades. Okay. Sounds good. So what does it affect when it goes into retrograde? Now that we understand the science of it and where the planets are. So mostly it affects communication. Yes. Communication is is something that it's just, it can derail. It can make uh, people misread Mm -hmm. situations, um, interpret things wrongly, Mm -hmm. um, take a a different tone to Mm -hmm. things. Um, So it's it's definitely um, advisable to to basically use this time to self-reflect. Yeah, so affects communication, and by communication, it's not just talking to other people, but also your internal thoughts. So every form of communication, whether that's you trying to understand you, or you trying to understand friends, coworkers, family, loved ones, whatever, any kind of communication that we have is affected by it. Yeah, and it's definitely a time where I want to say it... it motivates you to do a lot of self-reflection and to work on personal goals and growth. Yeah. It's not a time to, uh, what do you call it, make big decisions Mm -hmm. because the outcome might just, it might just come crashing down and and burning. (laughs) Um, Or it might not be the outcome that you wanted and it's going to prevent you from getting maybe another opportunity or something else coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely a time to realign yourself to kind of, again, self-reflect, um, focus on things that you need to, to change. Um, I don't think this is a time for involving other people. Okay. I'm going to say that because, again, communication is kind of crossed during this time. Mm-hmm. So, from personal experience, um, yes, you can get into a lot of altercations and arguments and I'm speaking with experience because when me and Matt know that this time is coming Mm -hmm. yeah we are like hey it's Mercury retrograde we need to be careful on how we speak to each other because I don't know and and this is where people kind of think this is bullshit or it's whatever and they're like no 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 but I don't know for whatever reason me and Matt are always fine beforehand and we're Everything's running smoothly. And I understand, you know, arguments are healthy and they're productive and Mm -hmm. sometimes they're necessary Mm -hmm. to an extent, but they need to be done in a healthy way. During this time, we bicker. Ah. (laughs) It's just bickering nonsense. And it's just like, huh, maybe maybe there is something to this. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's definitely something that we're, especially during this time, I like to, to have space. Okay. I like to do a lot of self-reflection, journaling when I can. Um, yeah, I'm not the best at journaling, but with your gift for for uh, my birthday. Oh, yeah, I forgot I got you a journal for your birthday. I've done a few oh, pages. Oh, good. Okay. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I did one on the full moon. Nice. And I was just like, oh, I just feel so, so good. And I feel that everything's flowing out of me. So it was, it was a good experience. So, you know, you can you can learn a lot about yourself through... Mercury retrograde, and I, I just, yeah, like I said, it's pushing you to to better yourself mm-hmm. and to heal and to, you know, maybe maybe push yourself to heal because it might be a time where you're 
you're like, hmm, maybe something is not right within me and I need to work on it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I like that. So what would you say is a negative experience that you've had with Mercury Retrograde? I would say arguments. Okay. Just having meaningless arguments. Um, but then also having a really bad argument. Okay. Where it's like, I'm not hearing what the person is saying because I want to be louder. I want Mm -hmm. you to hear me. I want to make you feel bad for the way that you're speaking to me or for the way that this whole thing started off. Yeah. So it's like something in me just shuts off and doesn't listen. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I'm able to listen in arguments and kind of pick and choose whether I'm going to fight back, whether I'm going to say, hey, you know, what you're saying to me is, like, hurting me. It's kind of messed up. But, yeah, no, during this time, I think I've had pretty bad uh, arguments with people. Okay. And it's not just Matt. So, yeah. Just, like, cross the board. This is the time for arguments for you. I've had fights with my sister, family, Matt. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's I think that's probably the worst because we just don't end up listening to each other or hearing each other. And then it's just – then it just spirals into – I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And it's just this heaviness on, on somebody and it's just like, ugh, what the fuck is happening type of thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> it passes and you're like, oh, maybe – Why was I tripping out about that? <laughs> maybe that wasn't a good idea type of thing. Love it. But, yeah. Okay. What about a good time for you during Mercury Retrograde? Like a good experience that you've had? I think realizing I need to grow professionally. Okay. I think, and I was careful because I was like, no, I don't, this is the time where you don't make crazy decisions or brash decisions. So I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna apply to places because one, I might be missing another opportunity if I'm just rushing to put my resume out there. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, maybe I need to take a step back, uh, actually invest in my resume and my profiles and all that and figure out what it is that I want to do. How can I be better at what I do? Is there any type of webinars that I can take, any certification classes, all that? And, I mean, my certification class happened... In the middle of retrograde. In the right? middle, like the the beginning. So yeah. it's like perfect. Wait, when does this one start? Like the 12th, the 13th? I want to say the 13th. Okay. 13 or 14th. Okay. But I've seen it either be 13 or 14th. So we're we're about a week in. Yeah. So. As of today's recording. Yes, as of today's recording. But, um, yeah, I mean, definitely just just personal growth, I, I guess, is the, the best thing that has... um come out of this that's good yeah I'm asking both bad and good because I feel like Mercury Retrograde gets like a really bad rep where everyone's like ah fuck this is not gonna be good for us and like yes but at the same time like there is a an opportunity for good things to come out of a Mercury Retrograde so I'm glad that you have had both negative Mm -hmm. and positive experiences but I I think also the thing that people struggle with is kind of looking internally yes it's always easy to pick apart other people and being able to help other people with their issues but when it's it's your own issues Mm -hmm. that's when you're just like 
no, I don't want to do this. This is scary. Mm -hmm. This is something that is difficult for me. I don't know how to navigate. But there are tools. You have to work at it. Yeah. Type of thing. So, I mean, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. It's not all bad, but it's it's pretty shitty sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Ringing endorsement right there. (laughs) Ringing endorsement. Like, you won't die from it. But will you just be suddenly angry and feel like you're drowning at times? Maybe. 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 Good luck. Good luck, (laughs) y'all. What about you? Any Um, negative experiences? Yes. I feel like it's funny because I'm not, I'm not as cognizant of things. Like, Mm -hmm. I know a new moon's coming. I know a full moon's coming. Do I do any kind of rituals around them? No. I know Mercury retrograde is coming. I know we're currently in Mars retrograde. I know Jupiter retrograde is supposed to happen at the end of this year. Like, I know these things. Do I do things about it? No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just love that. No, I don't. I'm trash. You know, I accept it. I move on. Um, But for me, yeah, definitely the negative in Mercury retrograde. I wouldn't say, like, for you, I totally understand, like, small petty fights being your negative in Mercury retrograde. For me, because I'm... A pretty sensitive person even though I hide the fact that I'm a very sensitive mm-hmm. person I take everything the wrong way and oh, I know I'm, okay yes so I'm that's that miscommunication person mm-hmm. part okay I am 100% that person and I, I mean I'm like I'm thankful for the fact that I'm so introspective and I recognize that I'm probably taking this the wrong way but I take everything the wrong way and this is not even just like negative things that people are saying to me or like constructive criticism because I feel like at any given time you can take constructive criticism the wrong way or if someone says something negative to you like it's understandable that you get upset about it so it's not something in that space like people can compliment me and I'll take it the wrong way like people can say something nice to me and I'm like what the fuck do you want what's (laughs) in it for you right now whereas I know like during normal times someone can compliment me and I'll just say thank you and I'll just move on with my life or like somebody can you know I don't know say something positive or give me an affirmation about something and I'll just be like oh that was really sweet Mercury I'm like "Mm, I feel like she's being sarcastic and everyone else is like what's wrong with you no and I'm like "Mm -mm, I can't trust these hoes I don't think I don't think that was what they were meant to say yeah it 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 affects communication and interpretation of everything so. yeah and that for me is the bigger struggle I would say like communication wise I'm naturally a pretty quiet person yeah. which is probably surprising to anyone who listens to this podcast where I ramble on for an hour um but I'm naturally a pretty quiet person so communication personally doesn't get like deeply hampered for me during mercury retrograde mm-hmm. but interpretation does like yeah I read into everything I feel like everything is not what it seems. Like, people aren't actually saying things that they mean to me. Like, I, yes, 100%, everything is askew in that space. And that gets interesting, especially at work when I'm like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't take this up the ass. Like, I know this person is not being (laughs) a jerk to me. I know this is not what I think it is. I'm just mad right now and I'm on edge. So I need to take a step back and calm the fuck down because... No. But on the positive side, I I am a very introspective person. Like, if I were to give myself a pat on the back for anything, I don't like doing that because I feel like it feels really egotistical. But if I were to give myself a pat on the back for anything, I would say I'm a pretty introspective person. Like, I like to look inward and to evaluate 
what I'm doing, why I'm feeling a certain way, why I'm thinking, I'm, why I'm thinking of things in a certain way. And I feel like Mercury retrograde really like enhances that for me where yeah. I get very introspective about something for good and for bad of like me overanalyzing the things that I do or the decisions that I make or why I feel a certain way about certain things. Like I feel like I'm never tempted to make a decision during Mercury retrograde, which is probably good. Um, but I always go back and evaluate myself and I'm like, okay, how did I get into this space? Like, why do I respond to this the way that I do? Why do these things irritate me the way that they do? And personally, I think introspection is a really good thing. And Mm -hmm. so I usually like a Mercury retrograde because I'm anticipating having some sort of epiphany during a Mercury retrograde. It helps you with your your personal growth. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I recognize that my interpretation of what people do to me might be a bit askew. So that's something that I keep in mind. But I also know that during this time, I usually have some sort of epiphany, some sort of recognition in myself about like, okay, we haven't been doing this, even though we know that we want to do this, or, you know, we do something that's detrimental to ourselves. And we should probably take a look at this and figure out like, why the fuck that we act this way. So good and bad moments in Mercury retrograde. And I look forward to the good moments in Mercury retrograde and kind of just brace myself for the shitty moments (laughs) because I know they're going to happen. But yeah, so personal experiences. And I feel like, I feel like it's important to know that you're going to have both positive and negative experiences. Like in life in general, you have both positive and negative experiences and you can never assume that one period of your life is just going to only be filled with negative and there will never be anything positive in it so there's a balance there there are good things that come from it definitely and it's not always gonna like you said it's not always gonna be bad and but it's not always gonna be good and there has to be a balance with the with it all and that really people what's your car alarm don't get mad at a car alarm it's not the car's fault i'm just saying why is your car so sensitive (laughs) (laughs) mercury retrograde no i'm just kidding She's starting to fight over everything. <laughs> no. Okay, we have to tell the story of what happened before we started recording. Because, guys, it's a peak example right there. It's guys. a peak example. I'm going to give that to you and I'm just going to interject. Uh, not my best moments. <laughs> not my best In moments. In Milani's defense, she's had like four hours of sleep because I kept her up hella late last night because I'm having a Mercury retrograde crisis right now yes. and we had a lot that we needed to discuss and unpack. So I kept her yes. up super late last night. And I, okay, so yesterday was my my class, my, my last class, and then I was like, oh yeah, you know what? I feel good to where we can, we can possibly record and also un- unpack some of Sasha's Stuff that she's dealing with. Because being the best friend that I am, I text her at 1.30 in the morning when I'm having an existential crisis. No, that crisis. was 2 o'clock, girl. Sorry. 2 o'clock. I think I started typing at 1.30 in the morning. So. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because, yeah, that was a hefty paragraph. It was a lot. But anyway, so I had been up from 6.30 the previous night. Yes. Or previous morning. hmm Then I maybe took like a 30-minute nap. Didn't count for shit. But anyway, Sasha came over. We had a conversation from 8 to, like, like 2. Yeah. Almost 2. Almost 2. I think I left here at, like, one forty-five. Yeah. Till 2 o'clock. Yeah. And I had to wake up today at 7.30 to uh, go to the police department to drop off stuff for, for work and all that. So, yeah, I've been up since then. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm a bitch is tired. Not your strongest brain moment. I and I haven't had coffee, and I haven't had tea today. Ooh, it's no. Just, I woke up like this. Why? <laughs> Ew. I don't know, but it's been a day. So we were planning our our podcast out as we normally do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The communication was just not happening. It was Sasha just, was confusing me. It was I not. Was just like, and you were confusing me. I was like, how am I not speaking English? We've done this so many times. Like, what is wrong right now? I was like, wait, I thought we're not doing that. And she's like, we're not. And I was like... But we are. (laughs) (laughs) We were just like staring at each other like, oh, but this is the way we do it. And she's like, do you remember that? (laughs) But this is the way we do it. I'm like, what's happening? Do you remember that that TikTok I sent the group of the the God and the the assistant? (laughs) Yeah. The angel talking about (laughs) the dinosaurs. Okay, I gotta do this. If you guys haven't seen this TikTok, you've been living under a fucking rock because this is outstanding. So this girl, who's a comedic genius, I will go ahead and crown her that, she plays God in God's Assistant. And God says to God's Assistant, oh, did you make the dinosaurs meatier? Like I said, the Assistant stares at God. Meteor? As in Like a a meteor, like a rock. From the sky, come into the earth. (laughs) And the entire rest of the TikTok is God going... Meteor. And then the other the assistant's like, Meteor. And just slowly starts to cry as they go back and forth and realize the misunderstanding they had. If you need a succinct version of Mercury Retrograde, that's it. That is it. God and God's assistant saying Meteor back and forth to each other. Getting fucked up over English homonyms. That's Mercury Retrograde. That's literally... How me and Sasha were talking before the podcast. Yeah, and like I was like five minutes straight. No. <laughs> and she's like, yes. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, what's wrong with you? We like, do this know. every two weeks. What the fuck is going on right now? And she was, I was just... like, we did this last week. She's like, no. <laughs> I was like, we did this last week. She's like, no, we did this last week. Yeah. We got it together, but... I mean, is it sleep deprivation, or is it mercury retrograde, or is it a lovely cocktail of both? You sound like me every time I get a headache. I'm like, is this because I don't sleep? Is this because I don't drink enough water? Is this because I had too much coffee? Is this because I didn't have enough coffee? Is this because my hair is pulled back too tight? Is this because I haven't eaten yet today? (laughs) Like, you sound like me. (laughs) Yeah, not my best moment, but we're here. Yeah. You guys know what the fuck we're doing, so here we go. Even if we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Anyway. Gotta go for it. <laughs> so that's Mercury Retrograde right there, but thankfully we did not devolve into an argument, and I'm so proud of us for that. Yeah, because I was just like, I don't know what's happening <laughs> at all. <laughs> I was giving her the fake teary eye, like... <laughs> I don't know. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. Every time I started explaining something, she just like stared up at me all doe-eyed and like slow blinking and I'm like, bitch, this isn't helping. <laughs> You're like, I'm nervous. I'm very worried. Yeah. Yeah. So since we're in the middle of this Mercury retrograde and we're all God and God's assistant screaming meteor at each other. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
that's probably one of my favorite TikToks. It's so well we done. We need to share it to our story. We should share that to our story because uh, it's gold. fucking golden. So what are some tips for people to deal with this? What do you got? Self-care. We preach self-care. this. Self-care. 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 It's going to be on our tombstones. Yes. What's your, what Ooh. specific self-care works for Mercury Retrograde? Give me something. I'm such a weirdo because I like to clean. Every yeah. time I tell people that, they're like, what? I think that makes you psychotic, not weird. Okay. Psychotic. I, yeah. I'm okay with that. You're a crazy bitch and it's okay. Okay. So, cleaning. Cleaning because I can control my space. That's understandable, actually. That kind of makes sense. Because Mercury Retrograde is just a Ferris wheel of bullshit. Oh, my God. That was a beautiful image right there. A Ferris wheel Just going round and round for three weeks of just bullshit. All I'm seeing Highs is, and lows. I'm just seeing shit sitting on the little carriages of a Ferris wheel as it just rotates up and, like, every time it gets high, it, like, drops a little bit of shit down and then just rolls back through. This is a bad image to have in my brain. <laughs> but that's what it is, okay? Why did you do that to me? I okay. But anyway, so cleaning. So cleaning helps me just control my space. Um, I like to get a break from people. I need to get away. Does that mean I'm in Mercury retrograde all the time? Because I always need a break from people. Maybe. It's just the introvert talking. Sorry for all the extroverts out there. But I love you. I just... It's too much. It's draining. I can't be with you all the time. But okay. yeah, no. Break I need to... People. I need to get a break. But I, I feel to... like that's logical. Especially if you're having, like, miscommunication and misinterpretations. Yeah. Like, having a break from people makes sense. Yeah, but then also being physical, too. Okay. Because, like, yoga. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been trying to to do a little bit more of yoga before bed, maybe before, um, not before, but, like, right when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since Matt got me such a beautiful cactus cork yoga mat for Ooh. my birthday. So cute. I haven't seen this. I need to see this when we're done. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's okay. humongous. It, <laughs> I was like, dang, I'm tiny. It's like, how tall do you think I am? Because like a, I'm shorter than I'm a corgi than that. doing yoga. You're a corgi doing yoga? No. <laughs> My little big legs. I'm like, all I can see is his cute old legs and a fat fluffy ass doing yoga. <laughs> I'm a corgi. That's, that's my spirit dog. It really is. Oh, Corgis are so sassy. Oh my they god. Just have a fat ass. This is my favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> I've never told you that. No! <laughs> anyway. I've never not got a picture of Corgi doing yoga when you do yoga. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to find a Corgi doing yoga and then just send it to you. Just do like a Corgi stretching and that'll be good enough for me. <laughs> this is great. Oh my gosh. But Continue. Yeah. What other self-care can we do? Um, okay, so yoga, because, you know, it's it's very grounding. Um, it's It feels good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it other than it feels good. Yoga like, does obviously feel really good. Obviously, I'm not in crazy advanced yoga, but I'm flexible. Yeah. I can, I can do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, pretty much that. Those are probably my top things to do. I like that. And just being immersed in nature and 
the nature that is my plants in here because I, I have a lot of plant babies. She's got a little mini jungle in her room and it's mm -hmm. beautiful. And just tending to them just helps me stay at peace and not kill people, you know? I mean, that's most important Yeah. of any tip we can give. Um, I feel like for me, what I do, one, abstaining from people is like my number, number one, one. go-to. <laughs> Anytime I feel slightly unbalanced, I'm like, looks like I've had too many humans around. Time to be alone. Introverts, it's a problem. Um, but also I would say like my biggest thing that I do with Mercury Retrograde, especially when I realize that one, it's happening and two, like, this is clearly affecting what I'm hearing from people and what I'm saying to people. The number one thing I do is I write out everything that I want to say before I say it. Because. Okay, yeah. It helps me focus. It's like journaling. Yeah. And, like, I'm a bad journaler, which is terrible because I love to write. It makes no logical sense. Um, but I, it helps me focus my thoughts and helps me, like, retrain what I'm thinking if I write it out. Mind you, like, there's a little tip for anyone who has social anxiety. And for anyone who doesn't have social anxiety, welcome to what goes on in our brain. I rehearse <laughs> what I'm going to say to people before I say it to people. Oh, I talk to myself all the time. Yeah, it's bad. I it's, pace uh -huh. in, in the shower. Uh -huh. Shower is like mm, Good times, stage. man. Good times, man. If ever I'm taking a bath, it's because I need to have a 30-minute conversation with myself. And I really want to be alone to do it. So That's the best place. It's great. It's nice to be immersed in water and just think to myself. But yeah, like, number one thing most people with social anxiety have is that we rehearse something before we say it to people and I feel like I just turn that into overdrive during Mercury Retrograde where I'll rehearse things before I say it or I'll write stuff out before I say it because oftentimes like when I write something out and I write the entire situation out it makes me realize what parts of it I am harping on that don't really need to be harped on or like what parts I'm over inflating or makes me realize something that I knew was true and didn't want to admit to myself was true and so it's a big it's a big help for me I think that's my number one thing when it comes to mercury retrograde is I, I start writing more because I'm like okay I'm misinterpreting everything that's being said to me and I don't want to not speak incredibly clearly and incredibly intentionally to someone so I write all of my shit out to make sure that I know what I'm talking about in that moment it makes sense because it just it just gathers your thoughts and just helps you process it. Because I yeah. feel like if you look at words on a paper, you can kind of just see it. It gives it something else rather than just having them rattle around in your brain. Like writing them down is, is so much more to look at. It's like heavier. Yeah, it's not like impactful. typing it out. Mm -hmm. Because it just, I don't know, just well, I'll pen type and out. paper. I'll type stuff oh, out really? all the time. Mm -hmm. I have to do like old school pen and paper. I do that when I'm really stressed, then mm -hmm. I have to do pen and paper. But like, there's too much in my brain at once for me to sit down with pen and paper. Like normally because my phone is always in my hand, I just start typing shit out all the time. That's the reason why I text you at two in the morning. Cause I was like, oh, I've okay. been sitting with those thoughts for like oh, two or three hours. Yeah. To, <laughs> to you. I was like, I need to journal to an audience because that's what goes on with my social anxiety. I don't want to be seen, but at the exact same time, I need someone to listen to me. It's a weird place in my brain. So I wrote it all out in a text to Nalani and I was like, I need, I need the words and the thoughts and the emotions that are floating around inside of me to go somewhere. So I had to write it all out. 
and I do feel like I'm probably going to turn that into like a longer journal prompt because it's warranted and it's needed. And yeah, so those are my top tips for personally dealing with Mercury retrograde is I have to write out what I'm thinking. Otherwise, it just gets all confused in my brain. Awesome. Thank you. Do you have any general tips for the people? Alrighty, let's get into this. Let me get my notes. Yeah, so there's 10 tips for coping with Mercury retrograde. Excellent. I was worried for a second you were totally ignoring my question, and I was like, wow. <laughs> you <laughs> you like, see, guys, you're you like, see how Mercury retrograde just infiltrates just, just like that. Completely. Your all right tone sounded like your transition tone, and I was like, is she just going to ignore the fact that I made a direct question to her? Bitch, relax. <laughs> I'm needy. I got this. Be nice to I me. Got this. Trust the process. Okay. Give me anyway. tips. <laughs> Ten tips, like I said. I'm gonna start writing these down because clearly I need them. I'll send it to you. That's buzz better. buzz, it's, it's your ten you. tips. Yay! <laughs> Alright, tip number one. Don't make any major decisions. Any major decisions. Why is that a thing? Do you know why that's a thing? Though they say don't make major decisions during Mercury retrograde? I really don't. Okay. I feel like we should have figured But it makes out. sense, though, because if communication and interpretation is off, don't you think your interpretation of something might hinder you understanding a decision? That's true. You could be like, oh, this is a sign, and it's not because you're not yeah. interpreting it properly. And you're like, oh, I could do, like, if you're going to finally move out and, like, commit to rent because it's it's scary. That's true. And something happens or you're not prepared or you don't know how much things cost, mm, you made the bad decision of that. That's true. You make a good point. You don't want to stress yourself out. It's like, okay, obviously go out and rent and do your thing and grow and spread your wings, but you need to be able to prepare for stuff like that because I don't like stress, and I'm sure all of you guys don't like stress. So, yeah, just avoid all that. Okay. Next So up. it says postpone any signing of contracts, if possible. So going into rent. Yeah. And I feel like that goes hand in hand with making major decisions. Like yeah. signing a major contract would be the same thing as making a major decision. Just like don't fucking do it at that time. Mm-hmm. And the next one is uh, be patient and take things slow. I think that's is... the number one yeah. in my book because yeah. be patient with yourself and be patient with others. Like, yes, you're misinterpreting everything. So patience mm-hmm. is key. And the next one, don't invest in new electronics. That just feels random to me. I feel, I feel like it makes sense because you're investing in electronics, like a MacBook or a computer. That's a big decision. Okay. Okay. What if you're not equipped for all that? I'm like, why just electronics though? Like, why not don't invest in new furniture? Like, I feel like that's also important. That's true. But, I mean, if you have an ugly couch, you're still going to sit on it. It's not like your computer. If you're going to sit on an ugly couch, <laughs> I will not. Beauty is number one. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be mad. The Libra and me is like, what? what is this shit? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Continue. So, be prepared for possible delays in traffic and travel. That yes, makes sense. because everybody is probably affected just as much as we are. Well, and Mercury is... Um, so other nerding for a Drop moment. some science on us. Uh, it's not science, it's history. So <laughs> don't mind the nerd. Mercury is a uh, Roman god, the Greek god Hermes, which is the god of communication and transportation. 
So Hermes, mm-hmm. if you've ever seen, has winged sandals that allow him to fly and deliver messages <laughs> to the god because he's the god's messenger. So yeah, transportation makes sense. A little bit of a delay. Hermes is a bit backed up. We love him. He's doing a good job. Okay. Got it. I never knew that. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Nerd. I mean, I know who Hermes is, but it's just, I never knew that that was a connection during uh, Mercury Retrograde. Yes. Oh, me and mythology are good friends, so. Oh, I love, I have all my books that I need to revisit. Such great stories and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Carefully plan your itinerary. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think this next one goes hand in hand with that. Keep your schedule loose due to possible sudden change of plans. Yes. Okay. And then the next one, carefully review your communication, whether that's emails, phone calls, conversations. Yes, yes. And I feel like that's what I do by writing things out is I'm carefully reviewing before I communicate with someone else to be like, am I saying this clearly? Are the words I'm using the words that need to be used? Yeah, you gotta watch out for those bitchy emails to your uh, co-workers. Yes, yes. <laughs> those passive aggressive emails. Keep it in the bag, y'all. We don't want to lose our jobs. COVID. Per my last email. <laughs> Bitch, can't you read? Um, Finish projects. I like that. So don't start new projects. Yeah, no. But finish projects that you've yes. had going on. Okay. Because I guess I can see for projects that's still some sort of self-reflection. Yeah. You know? Okay. I like that. And then the last one is reconnect with old friends and acquaintances. Interesting. Because you're not trying to make new friends because you don't know mm-hmm. how that's going to pan out. Interesting. Okay, so basically what your tips are saying is new stuff is probably not a good idea at this time. No. But taking a moment to reflect on old things is a good idea at mm-hmm. this time. Or thoughts that you've had before, situations that have occurred before, those are all safe spaces to visit and reflect upon. Because if you think about it, everything's established already. Yeah. They have roots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can cultivate that, whatever that is, whether it's a friendship, whether it's your current job, a current project, new friends, new projects, new things... You don't know how it's going to turn out. That's understandable. And I feel like there's just inherent patience built in Mm -hmm. to previously created relationships Mm -hmm. where you don't need to establish like, hey, this is going to be difficult for the time being. In a new relationship, that's hard to do. In an old relationship, it's kind of like you do that automatically. So that makes sense. I like that. Those are good tips to have. And I do have some affirmations. Oh, look at you all prepared. Give me some affirmations. Okay. I love affirmations. I not have, my favorite thing, but I'm here for you. I have tried to incorporate it into my morning routine. Yeah. That's cute. You have dogs and you have a screaming cat trying to be fed. It gets a little hectic. Uh-huh. And everyone has dietary like needs mm-hmm. in my household. Mm-hmm. It, Mama every, doesn't have time for herself. By everybody, <laughs> she means the animals. Yes. <laughs> be clear she's not making four different breakfasts for the humans in the house she means the animals yeah i i'm a fur mama right now um so yeah luna has her stuff ollie has now a special diet requirement for his acid reflex yes it happens to dogs i was shocked as well i was like what interesting yeah, okay baby, he was like having heartburn or acid reflux 
And I, I remember think that's you why his me about breath that. stinks. Uh-huh. But he would just, like, wake up, and he was just, like, gurgling in his throat, and he was uncomfortable. Aww. So I would be waking up at, like, 2 in the morning, trying to find remedies, whatever. We got it, we got it down. I, I have a new supplement that I mix in with his food, and I feel that it's helping. That's good. So I don't want to waste his, his old food because I bought new food because it's a crap ton to donate. Mm-hmm. I think if I have it get to a smaller portion, I will donate it to the local shelter. But right now is like there's no way. Yeah, you're going to have like 20 baggies of random dog food in the pile. But anyway, so yeah, I try to incorporate affirmations when I can. So some of the ones that I found that stick out to me is I am present. I am mindful. Okay. I feel like that's a good affirmation no matter what time of year we're in. That sounds good. Yes. And then another one is I am grounded in my mother earth. And that is the little hippie in me. (laughs) I was like, that feels really appropriate for you. (laughs) Let's see. I listen carefully to all communication and trust in the perfect alignment of all events in my life. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And then love is all around me. So yeah, those are some of the ones that stick out to me. I like that. Those are good. So for anyone who likes a good affirmation. I will post this. I think I'll post this because there's a lot of other affirmations out there. So, you know, obviously pick an affirmation that appeals to you. Yes. And definitely that, important. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to have a connection to it. I feel yes. like for it to work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that. I think that's really good. I love those tips. So hopefully you guys survive Mercury retrograde. We got this. I mean, I feel like the negative that I'm currently seeing with Mercury Retrograde is it does end on November 3rd. We are in the middle of a very important decision-making time for America. Mm -hmm. And they do caution against making big decisions, but we got to do it. So say your affirmations, ground yourself, write out what you need to write out, do the research that you need to do, and make whatever decision it is that you need to make because we're in the middle of a very important time right now. Definitely. Yeah. Which actually kind of leads us into Fetch. So do you feel good on our topic? I do. Okay. So I hope all of you have a wonderful Mercury retrograde, and I hope that you guys aren't afraid to do some self-reflections. Yes. Because it's necessary for growth. Yes. It sucks. It's not It's uncomfortable at times. (laughs) But we got to do it, guys. We have to be better humans for Mother Earth and for interactions with, you know, people that we come into contact with and then for our friends and loved ones. Yeah. And Mercury Retrograde is a great time for self-reflection. So take this time, focus on the positive, and do some introspection because it's, it's important. Yes. Okay. So good luck, guys. Yes. You got this. We believe in you. We're halfway through. You're going to make it to the end of Mercury Retrograde. So what have you been doing to make Fetch happen and recognize some areas of growth that you're working on? Do you want me to go first or do you want you to go first? Oh, I should probably go first. Yes. Because you have a very important thing to talk about in your Fetch. You got this. You're good. I believe in you completely and entirely. Okay. Go for it. Um, So for my Fetch, as you know, I do love some research. Me and research are real good friends. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a nerd. Um, but most important thing that for me going on right now when it comes to fetch is researching my ballot because 
Hi, it's election season. Everyone's posting about spooky season, but my more important one is election season. <laughs> so do your research, everyone. Um, everything on your ballot is important, not just the presidential election. Every single bit of that ballot is important. Propositions, measures, county officials, state officials, local city officials, all of them are deeply very important. And that's it's a long process. It's a lot to go through. I get it's it. Necessary. Yeah. And I mean, like, voting is meant to be cumbersome and annoying so that we don't do it. Don't let them bully you into not doing it. Just take the time. I get it. It's annoying. It takes a lot of time. We really don't want to spend the time to do it. But if we want a world that reflects our views and reflects... You know, the, the changes we want seen. The changes we want in this space reflects the kind of equality and justice that we want in our own country. We got to take the time to do it. So that's where me and my sister have been at. We have our vote by mail ballots in. Um, if you are choosing to vote in person, do whatever you feels good for you. Be safe. Um, you should also still get a, like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a pre-ballot, basically, that gives you all of the information because no oh, one... Oh, yeah, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, but words. Anyways, words escape me at this time. Mercury but it helps retrograde. you. It helps you gain information about yeah the possible decisions you're gonna be gonna make. Because the point is, you're not supposed to go into your voting booth having no idea what's on the ticket. You're supposed to go in already knowing all the things that are on the ticket. Taking notes is allowed. You can take this booklet in with you and say like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I've learned in this booklet as well as outside research that I've done because obviously the booklet can only give you like a really short like two sentence summary of all of the propositions that are on there. So do your own outside research, research as well to figure out what these things actually are and if you actually would want to support them or not. So that's my biggest thing right now. It's mm -hmm. time consuming. Yes, it is. But it's important because I live in this country and I want this country to be something that I want it to be. So of course I'm going to do the research for it. Do I enjoy this? No. There's a reason why I'm not in politics. But <laughs> it's important to do. So that's my number one thing with Fetch right now is looking into all of this. Um, I've had conversations with a couple of friends of mine and this is something I told you last night that I try not to be that person who's like do this, don't do this because... Yeah. I just personally don't think that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. I'm like, outside of the fact that I don't like being told what to do. Like, it's my number one pet peeve is being told what to do. But I also don't think it's helpful to someone else to be like, yo, no, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to vote. Because it doesn't cultivate critical thinking skills. And I feel like that's one of the big things, especially like English degree. Critical thinking is like one of the main things that you learn in, in an English degree situation. So... I want to cultivate everyone's critical thinking skills. I want all of us to be able to go into a situation and look at it and think critically through the problems that we are seeing. So I'm not the kind of person who likes to tell people what to do in those spaces. But I do think it is really important to have conversations with people that you're close to and people who trust you about how to think about something, how to look at information. I had a friend of mine send me an infographic and I went through and explained to her why the infographic she was using to base her justification on a decision off of was bias and she mm -hmm. was like what do you mean how do you know this is bias so I went through and I broke down the language that was used in it to show her like language like this that is used to invoke a certain kind of emotion is biased it's not yeah. neutral language because it's playing on your emotions it's playing on 
making you make a decision based off of not fact or logic, but off of your an emotional response to something. And she was like, oh, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. So I was like, yeah, it's good. I'm proud of you for looking at other sources, but like, here's how you critically evaluate your sources. Here's how you figure out if this is actually a, a reputable source, if this is a source that you can trust, if this is a source that's giving you non-biased information. So that's like my, my biggest thing that I'm doing right now because I think it's important for elections for mm -hmm. us to not only look for information but know how to evaluate and analyze the information that's given to us. I sound so much like a librarian right now. It's such a problem. I love it though, but you're helping <laughs> educate people and I think that's important and this is such a great... Uh, making fetch happen. Thank you. For you, because, I mean, this is something that's going on. It's current. Um, it needs to be done. Yes. And you're doing it in the best possible way. Thank you. And evaluating sources is something that I think we should do constantly. Like, whether it's news that we're getting, whether it's, like, you know, information on pop culture that we're getting, always evaluate your sources. Always look at the language that is used to explain something to you. If it's purposely being used to make you have an emotion, then let's t look a little deeper and figure out, like, why is it that you want me to not like this person? Or why is it that you're using this specific, really charged language to make mm -hmm. me have a response to something? Because I think it's important to look at the way in which things are written and how that written word will influence us. Definitely. So yeah. I feel like people should reach out to you if they have questions. I'm down with that. I, I love a good conversation. Please hit me up if you have questions. Yeah, Sasha can help you through the process of, you know, not telling you where to place your vote or how to do it, um, but just to give you more information on how to navigate the whole voting system. Yeah, and how to, how to read through the stuff that's presented mm -hmm. to you because it's really important to understand why things are written the way that they are written. Yes. Awesome. Thank Anything you. else? Um, I have one more thing. I am listening to an audiobook right now. So I listened to this podcast episode with this particular author, and I just love his speaking voice. Like, not only is the stuff that he was talking about, like, really, really important. He's talking about, like, race relationships in America and, like, a bunch of other really important topics. But his speaking voice is just, like, golden. I was like, this man. Love it. You have to love it when someone has a good voice while reading. Because if, if it's just, like... Ugh. Yeah. Then you're like, I don't want to listen. Yes. Exactly. I don't want to be invested in this. Exactly. Your voice is trash. <laughs> so he's like a professor, an author, a bookstore owner, and a lecturer. And I was like, my God, you wow. are busy. You you are a busy man. So I looked up some of his books that he's written, and I found one of his books on audiobook, and he's the one who narrates it. And I was like, excellent. This is what I wanted because I like your speaking voice. So the book is called Tears We Cannot Stop, um, A Sermon to White America, mm -hmm. and it is by Michael Eric Dyson. I'm like an hour into it right now, and I think it's like a four-hour long audiobook, so it's not long at all. And the um, subtitle, A Sermon to White America, I thought was just like catchy, but it's like legit what it is. So he writes the entire book as if it's like a Baptist church service. Oh, wow. Which is a very fascinating way to write a book. A very interesting, different approach, to it. different approach to it. Yeah. And I can definitely understand people who aren't religious being like, mm, yeah, no, thank you. But what I like about his approach to it is he uses like the different parts of a church service to create a different kind of narrative. So he does like hymns and he starts quoting like hip hop lyrics and explaining how, oh. yeah, and explaining how that like 
ties into the way that like black America sees themselves and the way that white America engages with black America. So he quotes like KRS one and Jay Z in his like mm. hymn section. And then he does another section of like that he calls the scripture and he starts quoting Martin Luther King and like explains it in that kind of a space. So it was a very, it's a very interesting book, a very different take on how to write an essay basically, because it's basically just a series of essays. So it's a very different take on how to write an essay, but I'm enjoying it so far. It's, he's got a lot of really good information. He talks about some of his past as well as just like some really good information in there. So I recommend so far. I'm like an hour, like I said, I'm like an hour into like a four hour book. So, so far so good. It sounds good. It sounds like you're busy. It sounds, I mean, you have very important things that you've been doing. So I'm proud of you, love. Thank you. Thank you. What about you? What's your fetch? <sighs> Let me know. Okay. So it is still spooky season mm -hmm. as we discussed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, something that is close to my heart is obviously epilepsy because that's, Something that affects the love of my life. Yeah. So right now, you can still make uh, purple pumpkins. Yeah. So basically, it's pumpkin season. Mm -hmm. So get your pumpkins out. Um, get some purple paint and paint for a cause, basically. It's just to bring um, awareness for uh, epilepsy. So when you do create your purple pumpkins, make sure that you tag the Epilepsy Foundation. Yes, post about it. Any type of ep epilepsy foundation, because they're spread out all uh, throughout the, the U.S. And then also, it is still Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. um, so on Wednesdays, if you would like to participate, they have a... a I guess a tag that they do is on Wednesdays, we wear purple. Cute. And so if you guys decide to wear anything purple, I mean purple makeup, purple lipstick, anything that has purple in it, um, please tag Option House Inc. And that is a domestic violence shelter um, in San Bernardino. But also... What I've been doing is my grief support specialist certification program. Mm -hmm. That is a lot to say. And you did it twice in this episode. I'm so fucking proud. So yeah, it was basically a course to help me gain skills to help others cope with grief. Mm -hmm. And I'm a crisis counselor. I'm an advocate, case manager. Um, for people that have been affected by violent crimes. So I, I understand deeply that, you know, the clients and people that I serve in our community have been affected by grief. So I really wanted to take this course to, one, better myself as a professional and to get tools uh, to, yeah, to become a better counselor for handling, you know, different types of grief with my clients. And it's not that I struggled with it. It's just, I want to be better at this. I want to uh. be able to have activities to help you with your grief and kind of, you know, help people navigate through it. And I feel like wanting to grow and expand doesn't mean that you've struggled at something before. It just means that you want to grow and expand. So mm -hmm. taking courses, learning new things is always a good thing, no matter how accomplished you think you feel in a topic. Yeah. So this I was very nervous because it's been years since I've been in school I know True. you and Sable have you know you're obviously very much involved in education you mm -hmm. love it I don't like education yeah I, get I don't you. like school it's okay it's, it's it's not for everybody I struggle with it especially if I don't have uh instructors or professors that give a shit yeah you know 
But no, I absolutely love this course. Yay! It was such a humbling experience and I got to create great connections with people that are that freaking live in Wisconsin and Florida and Peru and just all across America. Look at you. Because, you know, everything was online, so it was open to anybody in the U.S. And obviously in different countries as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really surprised myself because I stepped out of my comfort zone. Which is good. Especially in Mercury Retrograde. I know, right? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> this is, okay, and I was really concerned because I was like, oh my gosh, Mercury retrograde is happening, and I was like, wait a minute, this is happening now? But My class didn't start. But think about it. You made a plan for this class long before Mercury retrograde started. So true, this is not true. technically a new thing. This is something you had already planned and was in the works. So what did you do? You finished a project. Oh, I... Boom. I see Boom. you. Snaps for you. Snaps for Sasha. Okay. Yeah, so I, I was a little nervous with everything, but no, like... I stepped out of my comfort zone so much that I was leading conversations in our small groups. Which is fucking wild, but it's okay. It's wild. <laughs> it is wild for me. I was raising my hand to talk about what we discussed in our small groups. And, yeah, I just... I I told my, my friend Jasmine because she, she loves just being involved in her classes. Leo for you. Yeah. My spicy Leo. Yeah. She loves being involved. She loves having conversations. She loves being the one to just totally um, immerse herself in, in conversations. I applaud her every time. I'm like, girl, I can't. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. It gives me anxiety. No, I hate it. And I, I was like, it so I texted much. her and I was like, you are going to be so proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I love to hear it. Love to hear it. But anyway, um, yeah, I was really shocked because when I, I went through this or I, I, we started you know, writing up our introductory about ourselves, I was like, I don't have much experience with grief just because, you know, I lost, I think the major loss that I had was my dog, Jewel. And I've always been very hesitant to talk about it because I'm like, it's not a human, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel that I'm invalidating other people, other people's grief because, They've lost, like, mothers, they've lost fathers, they've lost grandparents, and aunts and uncles and siblings and and all that, and it's just like, no, I I lost a dog. Mm -hmm. So I'm really hesitant to talk about it, Um, but, you know, I I discussed in my introduction that, you know, that was my my closest thing to, to having a major loss because, you know, it was a... My dog was a gift from my grandpa, and I just feel like that was my that was his last affection towards me. Mm-hmm. Because after that, our, our relationship kind of dwindled, and then you know I lost my uncle, but I I felt like I accepted that a little bit better because I understand he was sick. He you know he beat cancer. He had some health issues, but it just like I I accepted and understood because he's at an age and. You know, I don't want him to suffer. I don't want him to to, to feel the way that he was feeling. And, yeah, obviously, I, I don't think anybody wants that for their family member. Um, but, yeah, I, I discussed about my job and how I wanted to use this course as a way to better myself. And, you know, going into these discussions, 
the instructor just kind of said that, you know, we, we grieve different things, whether that's the loss of your body function and your you have a disorder, which I do. I have interstitial cystitis. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. I don't think you have. So basically, it's like my, my bladder's inflamed constantly, in a sense. It's not as severe as some people, um, but I know that if I eat certain foods, it's just my body. I feel like I have a bladder infection, and mm-hmm. I, ugh. It's hor- Anybody that has experienced that, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just that you just want to rip your bladder out and throw it away. Um, but yeah, and I was like, oh, I never, I never processed that as a loss. Yeah. Or, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then, so like in these small groups, I disclosed a lot of personal things. Um, you know, I spoke about experiences that I had traumas that I've endured and I just started to realize like I am grieving a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and just for me to to talk about it like you barely found out recently about some of the stuff that I've yeah. experienced mm-hmm. and we've been friends for how long yeah and it's just it's crazy that I felt I felt so safe in this space to talk about these things that have been plaguing my mind lately Mm -hmm. but I you know my my colleagues were just so great and so supportive so so yeah I mean I'm so incredibly happy that I I took this step I was so nervous but I I did it yeah and now I have to work on a project so that way I can I I can get my certification so I kind of know where I'm going with that um I want to create a grief support group for people who are, or actually for significant others of people who have epilepsy. Because I feel that we are a group that is excluded from the Epilepsy Foundation. Because it's more geared towards people that do have epilepsy and their parents. Mm-hmm. There's no like romantic or intimate um, support groups. And it, it's hard. Like yeah. for somebody, for me, having a partner with epilepsy, it's hard. And... Yeah. I don't have people to talk about with this stuff with. Like, of course I can talk to you about it, but... Yeah, but it's different because I don't have a partner with epilepsy, so... Yeah. Even, even though I love you and I love Matt and I'm here to support you, yeah, I totally... I think it's a brilliant idea, which I told you when you first told me about this. I think it's a great idea to make that kind of support group because there are things that people who are in the same position as you will have to say to you that I wouldn't even think to say because mm-hmm. I'm not in that position. Yeah, and it's just, you know... I feel like that's my end goal is to be in an organization that is either domestic violence or epilepsy related. Mm-hmm. Those are something that is just like really close to my heart. But to end making fetch happen, I was so I was so excited and kind of shocked that I I did this activity, and even my colleagues in these small groups were were kind of blown away at my story. Oh, okay. And basically our instructor told us to do an activity. It's called virtual dreams. And it's, you have a writing prompt Mm -hmm. and you write for 10 minutes and you don't stop, but you have to have specific, um, guidelines to your story. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you don't know what (laughs) you don't know what you're talking about, but when you read it, you might be able to see what is it, what it is that, you needed to tell yourself and how you might heal yourself. Okay. 
So I have read it, but I haven't analyzed it. Okay. So this is Sasha's first time hearing it. Yes, I'm very excited. <sighs> I'm nervous. You got this. You're okay. okay. You made me read. Now it's your turn to read. Okay. So the writing prompt is a spiritual mission. So you have to talk about yourself. You have to include a boat, a dangerous mission, a holy woman on the island, her message to you, and a voyage. Okay. Okay. So this is, this is completely me. This is something that I wrote all by myself. This is like from the heart, I guess. And I was wearing my Pele uh, t-shirt. So this is, she's my holy woman in this, in this story. Beautiful. So Pele is the, the goddess of volcanoes in, in Hawaii. So anyway, here we go. I am caught in a storm on a boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. The ocean is thrashing the boat in every direction. It feels like I have been stuck in the storm for days. I'm exhausted, I am tired, and I'm beginning to lose hope. The last thing I remember is closing my eyes. I wake on soft, warm sand. I am groggy. I don't know where I am or how I made it to safety. As I'm taking in my surroundings, I initially did not notice a woman standing over me. I'm still confused on what is happening. The question of, am I dead, is all I can focus on in my head. But her presence is calming, almost reassuring. Did she save me? The woman has dark, flowing, long hair. Her skin a warm shade of brown. It almost looks like it's glowing. She's wearing a haku with vibrant tropical flowers. Her eyes met my gaze. They seem to tell me, you're safe. At this point, she starts to gently pick me up. She wraps her left arm around my waist, and I instinctively wrap my right arm around her shoulders. Why am I here, I ask, as we begin to walk. How did I get here? She gives me a gentle shush. She brings me to a shaded part of the beach underneath a large palm tree. She sits me down. She begins to wipe away at the sand on my cheeks and in my hair. I pull away and ask with emphasis, why am I here? She opens both of her palms upwards as if asking, is it okay if I touch your face? I look at her hands, slightly confused, but I give a a small nod. She gently wraps her hands around my jawline and lifts up my face so I can look her in her eyes. With a voice that was both motherly and strong, she said, You must carry on. You must not give up. There's too much love in your heart to not share it with the world. Believe in yourself as I believe in you. As she finished speaking, she placed a small nurturing kiss on my forehead. I awoke suddenly. I was no longer on the beach. I was somewhere familiar. I recognized the white bookshelf, the collection of art on the lilac-painted walls. I was home. I feel like I'm going to (laughs) cry. Okay. One, I think we're going to have to unpack this later. Okay. Okay. Because there's a lot. There's a a lot. lot. (laughs) There's a lot that happened in a short amount of time right there. I definitely feel like I was going to cry. Really? Proud of myself for not crying. Sasha doesn't cry, guys. I don't cry. I am also like a full glass of wine deep, so that makes me cry (laughs) a little bit easier. Yeah, that was was, was great. That was beautiful. 
I'm yeah. glad that you went through that writing experience. I'm a big fan of a writing prompt. I feel like it brings mm-hmm. out a lot of things that we don't realize are on our heart and in our brain until we start writing them out. So I'm a big fan of a writing prompt. But that was great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I did not know I had that in me. Yeah. I was like, where the fuck was this? Look at you telling a story. I'm so proud. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where was this in high school? Where was this in Mr. Young's class? Yeah, seriously. This was Seriously. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I was thoroughly shocked and my classmates were like, because I, I halfway finished it. Because they only gave us six minutes. I was like, I can't do this in six minutes. I can't oh, yeah, finish no. It. Uh-uh. And then I read half of it, and they were like, you need to finish it, and you need to email me this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's my story. Yeah. Don't know what it means. I, I think I do need to use this time to self-reflect on what that means. I would and, agree with that. And who this holy woman is to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it me to me? I don't know. That's a good point. That's a really good question. So, we'll see. But I I just wanted to share that with you all. And I hope that, you know, maybe that inspires you guys to, you know, again, do some self-reflection. Yeah. Maybe you guys need to heal from some sort of trauma and and maybe start to unpack your grief. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, and I would encourage everyone to use that prop that Nalani just gave and do your own little 10 minute writing session and just see what happens. I feel like writing without like real boundaries often gives us an insight into ourselves. And in a time when our communication might be in flux or uneased and our understanding might be a bit askew, it's really good to just take a moment and sit with yourself and not give yourself a strict boundary of, I need to know what this means Mm -hmm. and just take a moment to see what happens and what comes from your, your heart and your soul and just, just let it happen. Let it speak to you. Yeah. And just don't think about it. I don't think I thought about the process of like, where am I trying to go? It's just kind of like, what do I see? Cause I visualized it. Mm -hmm. I visualized it in my head and I was just like, let it go. Just don't. And see where the story takes you. And I feel like that's the the number one advice when trying to unpack what's going on in your brain or trying to understand a communication that you don't get. Just start and see where it takes you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for for listening to me and letting me share my story. Um, Yeah, I don't do that. But, again. I'm so proud. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. I'm growing, guys. Look at that. (laughs) Growth before your eyes. I'm proud of you. But, anyway... Are we are we good? I think we're good. All right, guys. This was a great podcast, I feel like, and I hope we helped you with your uh, journey. Yes, through. if you have some anxiety <laughs> around Mercury retrograde, I, I hope we helped a little bit. Definitely. Try some affirmations. Try some journaling. Those are some great things to try during Mercury Retrograde. So, Sasha, fill us in with the social media. Yeah, give us a follow on our Instagram. We are at On Wednesdays We Drink Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter. We're at OWWD Podcast. Like and subscribe on your podcast listening platforms. If your platform gives you an option to rate and review, that would be amazing as well. Also, just like tell your friends about us. If you're listening to us, let a friend know that you like this particular podcast. That'd be great too. Um, and I think that's all I got for us. So, all right, guys, remember to keep it wicked and seize the day by the cupful. Thanks, love. Bye, loves. <laughs>